Welcome once again to um, the Compassion Initiative podcast. And uh, my name's Stan Steindl, and with me is James Kirby. Good afternoon, Stan. Good afternoon, James. Lovely sitting here in this office at University of Queensland, looking out in the courtyard there at the trees and the blue sky. It's very nice. It's the uh, perfect uh, setting, actually, to, I think, talk compassion. All we need is a coffee and <laughs> we'd be set. The coffee machine's broken. <laughs> yeah, it's broken, exactly. <laughs> Devastated. Well, um, uh, I'm very happy to be here and I wanted today to talk about the UQ Compassion Symposium because we are turning three. Three years old. This is our third... Um, go at it this year, and uh, it's coming up on the 30th of September is the keynote address, and on the 1st of October is going to be the the symposium day. And I thought it was a good opportunity just briefly to to sort of reflect a little bit on the the last two uh, symposiums. In 2014, of course, um, we had Professor James Doty from Seacare come and talk to us about the compassion imperative. Um, what do you remember about uh, <laughs> sort of James Doty coming along and meeting him and, and hearing him speak about all of that? Oh, yes. I, I can't believe it's been three years. Uh, it goes by so quick. Uh, well, firstly, it was just fantastic that um, someone like James Doty was here, uh, you know, at UQ talking about compassion. And we had such a huge turnout at the um, symposium on his uh, keynote on the Friday night. I think there was something like 350-odd people um, in the room waiting to hear what he had to say. And it was just... Um, I just remember being in, in, in slight almost awe initially, you know, we hadn't really had someone of that um, kind of background um, talk about compassion uh, before at the School of Psychology. So that was in itself wonderful. But it was, just felt like I, my hand was writing the whole time trying to take notes because every point he had to say um, kind of just sort of, uh, I had to sort of capture all grass so I won't, wouldn't forget. So it was really a, a fantastic uh, keynote and, um, I think the thing that it really emphasised was mindfulness three years ago was was very vogue. Um, and the thing that really stuck with me was, yes, mindfulness is, of course, very important, but one of the key parts in the, the message I took away was we need mindfulness plus, and the plus being compassion. And then when he wa- sort of walked us through um, society and, and how we work together in community and villages and linked compassion within that, um, it just kind of made sense and it was great to hear the other part of it because we've heard a fair bit of mindfulness but not the compassion side of things. Mm. Yeah, that, that for me as well, it was his notion of um, being mindful, being aware, being present but also opening our hearts mm. to ourselves and to others and, and, and not just that but just the way that that is an imperative right now, mm. that in the world as it is, uh, it is just so important to embrace and and cultivate compassion. Mm. And then in 2015, we sort of followed that up with uh, Dr. Dennis Turch, uh, who uh, his title was along the lines of mindful courage Mm. and compassion. And I suppose that was a a logical sequence for me that that we have this sense of the compassion imperative, but what does that mean? That Mm. means being courageous Mm. and being able to... um, 
have the courage and the confidence and, and the skill and the ability to uh, actually take compassionate steps and actions. Uh, and Dennis as well uh, was a very, very inspiring speaker and person and, and it was a real privilege to get to know him a little bit and, and some of his his thoughts around compassion. Yeah, he was very engaging as a speaker. And uh, again, it was a, a Friday night and it was wonderful. And I think what I liked almost about uh, that presentation most was how willing people were to sacrifice what they could have been doing on that Friday night, right? They could have been out, you know, having a drink with friends elsewhere, um, forgetting the week that was kind of thing. But instead they were willing to sit in a lecture theatre, which you know, let's face it, aren't the most inviting uh, places to be on a Friday night and, and listen and learn a little bit more about compassion. And um, that hasn't that wasn't something I had considered before, the sacrifice a lot of people were making to be there on a Friday night, um, to listen to compassion um, as an area. And that does kind of perhaps give a bit of evidence to suggest that people are seen as an important area, an imperative area to to get their uh, teeth sunk into, so to speak. And in fact, you know, um, demonstrating by doing that a kind of courage, a, a courage or, or a willingness or a motivation to kind of, even in that little small way, make a sacrifice to, to be a part of this conversation mm. around compassion. And then, of course, this year, uh, I'm very excited about our presenter. It will be Dr. Emiliana Simon-Thomas. Uh, now, she, Emiliana is the science director at the Greater Good Science Centre at UC Berkeley and she's done a lot of work examining how emotions influence thinking, especially um, pro-social states like compassion, uh, but also awe and affiliation. She's looked at how connecting with others and being grateful and kind benefits health and well-being. Um, and how they benefit our social life and social world and our work. Um, and she really uh, tries to explore uh, the potential um, as, as well as the, the benefits of, of living a, a more meaningful life, tapping into all of those things. One of my favourite papers, uh, and I often go back and, and reread this paper, um, it's very comprehensive, is her paper along with Goetz and Keltner, uh, the paper's titled Compassion, an Evolutionary Analysis and Empirical Review, and it's published in the Psychology, Psychological Bulletin in 2010. People should be able to find that reference on the Compassionate, compassionateinitiative.com.au website. Um, and it's just a wonderful synthesis of, of the evolutionary science around compassion. She was one of the co-authors there. You're familiar with that paper, James? Yeah, big fan. Um, very comprehensive uh, paper. Uh, and it sort of takes you through uh, almost, uh, well, as it says in the title, the evolution of caring, pro-social, compassionate behaviours. And just the, the type of different research she's done looking at it is really quite overwhelming. Mm. She's also a co-presenter on the Science of Happiness program. Uh, this is a, a Berkeley Greater Good Science Centre-based program uh, that's looking into the science of happiness, especially to do with a whole range of things, but for example, kindness and gratitude, um, and also compassion and the role that those things play in, in living a, a happy life. Um, that particular program has reached you know, 300,000 plus people wow. around the world. A lot yeah. of people have, have taken part in that. 
that particular program. But I wanted to tell you the, the title of her keynote uh, at this UQ Compassion Symposium this year. She's sent us the title and it is Debunking Compassion Fatigue and Discovering Compassion Prestige. Mm. What do you make of that title, James? Oh, I'll have to get her to come up with titles for my my talks or papers in the future. That's an it's intriguing, one. isn't it? It is. It gets you kind of a little bit. What, what's this going to be about? I guess the first thing that comes to mind is you know you do stumble across that idea of fatigue quite a bit, um, burnout, fatigue, um, particularly in the sort of health based professions. I think in particular, I think of nurses, for example. Um, and so when I think about that idea of I think it was compassion fatigue um, and, and the first thing I think about is Tanya Singer's work who's a neuroscientist uh, based at the Max Planck Institute in Germany uh, was it Germany or Switzerland one of the one of the two she talks a lot about this idea that we get confused with compassion fatigue and empathy fatigue so the mm. idea that um, you know empathizing is really sort of taking on um, the experience of the other and if we take on that experience and if it's a a difficult, distressing, painful experience that will be quite draining and we will experience that empathy fatigue. Whereas the compassionate part is about sort of uh, addressing um, or taking care of or alleviating that pain or what it might be. So some would argue that compassion fatigue doesn't really perhaps exist, so to speak. It's kind of just used in our day-to-day sort of talking. Um, So that's what I think she might start to try to talk a little bit about, sort of what empathy fatigue is and contrasting that to compassion fatigue um but like most things Stan, i tend to be wrong <laughs> with my predictions so well that's the first thing that came to mind for yeah. me how about yourself what yeah you- I, I wondered the same sort of thing that that this idea of compassion fatigue uh is talked about a lot but maybe um debunking compassion fatigue means maybe we, we need to focus more on em- empathy fatigue that resonating with another person's feelings so closely through empathy can be fatiguing mm. um, and can sometimes lead to personal distress. Mm. But but compassion, um, you know, offers something different. It often offers us a chance to be helpful for others, but also with, with self-compassion, be kind of helpful to ourselves. And maybe there is some sort of prestige <laughs> in that. We shall see. <laughs> But um, yeah, and then on the on the Saturday, the first of October, we'll have a range of presenters. Uh, this year, we're going to have a bit of a research stream and a and a practice stream. And the idea is really hoping that the UQ Compassion Symposium will be a a, a sort of a place for everyone to talk about some of the the activities they're doing, the the projects they're doing um, in this kind of compassion space. So yes, do check out the Compassion Initiative website to see the full schedule for this year's Compassion Symposium. Also check out the UQ School of Psychology website for the for the workshop and the different speakers who will be presenting. All right, James, we better wrap this one up. Thank you again for an interesting conversation. Yes, I can't wait for the symposium. So September 30th uh, this year on the, on the Friday. Friday night, September 30th uh, for the day on the 1st of October, Saturday. Um, we hope to see you all there. Sounds lovely, Stan, and it was uh, lovely talking to you about compassion in this beautiful sort of setting. Good, mate. <laughs> see you, Stan. See you next time. <laughs>